Hey everybody, welcome to Podcast vs. Podcast. My name is Eric Ivanovich, and here we have Saskia and Hannah. Hi there. Hi. And uh, they're my special guests. They're replacing Piers Ray, who is on a mission, on a quest, on a mystical journey, and he still hasn't got back. Now I'm getting a little bit worried. I thought that he would get tired of it at this point, but it's been a full week. And no, no contact. No contact at all. So he did take a walkie-talkie. He did tell me that he would uh, try and send batteries. in updates. Oh, he didn't take any batteries. Mm. Damn it. Okay, yeah. so the walkie-talkie is probably dead. He might be okay, but maybe not. Well, whatever. Hopefully. Uh, anyways, we've got to look to the future, not to the past. Exactly. And in the future, we could potentially be doing a podcast that we pitch here today. Because we're going to pitch these podcasts. At the end of the episode, we're going to vote on which podcast pitch that day is the best one. And the winning show is our new show. That we will quit this one forever and do that one instead. Uh, Saskia is chomping at the bit. She she has got a pitch I have that an she idea. wants to pitch. Yep, this is gonna. It's called representing, and it's all about how many countries you have represented by the things that you have in your home. Uh, it's a three round showdown. It just only lasts three rounds. Three three podcasts. Okay. Uh, we try to figure out where we uh, where the things we own come from, and depending how much you care about winning, uh, you will go deeper and deeper into your shit, and maybe even get rid of some of it after you win because of the stuff you'd forgotten that you even had. And yeah, so it's hmm. it's cleaning, it's winning, and uh, and it's t- bragging about your shit. Yeah. Countries. I'd, I'd like to uh, say that I like this idea just because I'm older than you. I already have more shit. You do have a lot of shit. Most of around. this shit is not mine. 90% of it is not mine. It's okay. my roommates. Do you, Now, does Hannah get to count Beverly's no, no, roommate's no, no, no. stuff? Yeah, I didn't go to any countries and get that stuff. Well, but if you look over there at my shot glass collection alone... Yeah, uh, I have many things from many countries. Okay, but do I have to have acquired them myself? What mm-hmm. if they were given to me as gifts? No, okay. that's fine. I could beat you in that friggin' shot oh. glass collection alone. That's probably hundreds of countries and places that <laughs> I've you never been. Them yourself, then it would be only the countries you visited. Yeah, no, no, it's so, gotta be. I got one from NASA. Does and space count, bitch? And you'd even be like, "What? <laughs> that's not a country." Well, it's really from Florida. I have something from <laughs> Tajikistan. I didn't know That's that. That's not a real place. It is. Lies. Okay. It is. Now, do I get to count Fran's stuff? She's my common-law wife, so basically all my stuff is her stuff. How long have you been living together? Like four What's years? Yes. Like ten years? I think after ten years, it's 50-50. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, is this a real legal precedent that you're setting right now? No, no, no. It's different. I know. No. I don't know. Because I think it's I think only... if you're considered common law, then your assets are, com- are considered common. Yes. Okay. So I get to take all of her Greek stuff. Yeah. 50% of her stuff All is of yours. her Greek stuff only amounts to one country. Right. That's one country, Greece. She's... Uh, now, I do... I know for sure, as a fact, I have an American dime sitting on my shelf right now. Wow. Oh. And I definitely have Canadian stuff. I don't yeah, know. And I have a that. bag of change from so many countries. You don't I... even know where the DVDs you have come from. Yeah, they all came from Taiwan. And you <laughs> know what? <laughs> um here uh not here, but in Podcast versus Podcast Land where I normally reside, uh, a lot of pirates come up and uh when we conquer their ships, yeah, we've got stuff from all over there. now i would have to go get that and put that in my apartment yeah because that's that okay? not in your house it's it's no it's in my treasure hoard my, no. my loot hoard yeah 
Okay, so I would just lose then because I would have, I have one thing from America. I have stuff on the other side of the country. That's not going to count. I, mm. I'm i not going to get that. Yeah. Don't like this idea. I like it a lot because I think I would easily you win. You would definitely win. <laughs> I mean, just you're right. With just a handful of those shot glasses, you could you could beat either I've been us. to a lot of places, and then also I know people who have also been to a lot of other places. Like, what about postcards? I have a lot of postcards. Those count, yeah. <laughs> yes, of course. Oh my god. Okay, I really like this idea. Anyway, let's go. Let's talk about my idea. It might be better. It's not. Uh, I don't know anything... I thought this was my worst idea. ...about uh, scores or, like, or movie composers. Okay. So, I'd like to pitch a podcast called Greatest Movie Scores and Cues. Mm-hmm. And I'm not really sure, like, I'm open to what we do. If, like, maybe each week we pick a movie, we watch the movie on our own, and then we come together and discuss, like, was it a good score, great cues, or maybe we look into, like, the 100 best movie scores, and we watch it from the bottom up, and we debate whether the list is in the right order, or if we would switch it around. Um, Really any format in which we watch a lot of movies, but we actually only talk about the score or the cues. The cues are a big one, too. I, I don't, don't know what the cues are. I don't know So what it's that like, means. you know, it's like if you're watching a horror movie and it's like, dun, dun, dun. it's just like any like stings or whatever. Okay. So it's like the, the score I think of more as like full songs or like parts of songs that are playing, whereas cues are like to, to, to tell you something. Something is there for a reason. Well, the cues, that that's part of the score. Technically, yeah. yes. But I would like to discuss them <laughs> okay. separately. Like, um, also, generally, like, songs with lyrics aren't considered part of the score. No. So, like, that would also be part of the discussion, I think. So we talk about scores and soundtracks? Yes. And okay. the, all, the, all the sound in the movie that's not dialogue. So it's the sound design, even. Yes, you're right. Okay. You're right. But no, that's too far. Because I don't want to be like, and the bullets sounded cool. Like, that's too much. <laughs> we we can get into whatever, but that's not what I'm trying to find out. I think you need to hit us. Put You're a right. line down. I do. And the line is at the score and the cues, which are the songs that aren't in the score. And also, yeah. Because yes. now you're saying that my thing that I thought were cues were score I think you're right. Yeah. So we'll say the score and the cues, and the cues will be the songs with words. That's it. Oh, okay. So it's the score and the soundtrack. Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think that's interesting. Uh, I, f- I find that generally, unless I know the composer going in, I don't pay a lot of attention to the score. Yeah. Um, but I think it does make a huge difference. It does, it does. Uh, I, I'm the same. I'm not paying attention to it, so I'd like to learn more about I'm that. I'm doing better you about it recently. You have just finished Twin Peaks. How did you feel about Angelo's... Angelo Badalamenti. Beautiful score. Oh, amazing. The score and soundtrack of Twin Peaks The Return Holy are crap. incredible. Yes. Um, it just unbelievably good. That's cool. Um, they had even, a performance at, in every episode. Almost every episode, I think. Yes. Um, but, you know tons of tons of performances and it, it's incredible excellent um the score i would say even better than the original which was already good even though it, it kind of suffered from a lack of tracks there's only like four or five tracks i feel yes like. um and we're watching marvelous mrs Maisel right now which also has amazing soundtrack and mm, is that the uh is that the uh stand-up show it's amy sherman Amy Sherman, yeah, yeah and show. jenny slate is the character 
No, Jenny Slate's not on the show. She was uh, attached at one point. Rachel Brosnahan. Rachel Brosnahan. Yeah, that's funny because there is kind of an issue with her uh, not being Jewish IRL. Mm. Not being played by a Jewish actress. Wow. Which Jenny Slate, I think, would be. Anyway. This is written for Jenny Slate, I think. It would be... I can't picture that. (laughs) Um, It would be very different, I think, if she was in it. Some of my favorite uh, composers in film are John Bryan. Mm, John Williams. Uh, All the Johns. I'm not not too into John Williams. (laughs) Uh, Who did I see at Coachella last year? Was that John Williams? Uh, There was was a composer at Coachella last year. It was um, Hans. Zimmer. Hans yeah, Zimmer. That was a cool thing to see. I would say normally I wouldn't say that I'd like Hans Zimmer too much, but uh, the score for Interstellar yeah. is incredible. Live at Coachella, he was pretty cool. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. Can we talk about video game scores? No. Yes. <laughs> Freaking Secret of Mana. Number Not one. on my podcast, but okay, you well, guys can pitch your own. Idea. I'm pitching a podcast called Video Game Scores. And we talk about the the scores and soundtracks from video games, some of which are extremely good. Let me tell you. Okay, Secret of Mana. I played it when I was a kid. Don't tell me. Favorite game of all time. I'm not letting you tell me. So great. Okay, they just re-released it. Yeah. They re-released it. They updated the score. The same composer redid the score. Yeah. uh, But they also gave you the option of playing with the old score, thank God, because it was the most atrocious thing I've ever experienced. (laughs) Like, the I don't even know. They added, like, ten instruments to every track. And I can't tell you how bad it is. So, Secret of Mana is Super Nintendo game. Yeah. Um, It's from 1993, I think, or maybe 1995-ish, around there. So, over 20 years ago... And it's, it's is right. a lot of people, the, the the prevailing wisdom about video game scores, the old ones, what makes them so good is that the limitations that you had, like you only had this little chip, you could only have so many sounds playing at one at one moment. Mm-hmm. So the limitations made them compose minimalist um, minimalist s- songs and and music that that uh, took advantage of the limitations and and it bred creativity. And uh, it sounds like when you take the walls off that sandbox and uh, the composer can do whatever they want, turns out too much freedom spoils the broth. Yes. Which is the saying, I'm sure. (laughs) Too much freedom (laughs) spoils the broth. Yeah. Classic. Everyone says that. We wouldn't talk about bad ones. I would want this to be positive. I could not... Uh, first of all, shocker. Yeah. Because that is the opposite of your approach on every other podcast. Yeah. Yeah, Plus also you guys disagree on everything. Well, we would take turns bringing in, here's what I think, right? Hannah doesn't know any video game scores. That's not true. Well, that's, well, I mean, there's some that everyone knows. Here's one that I really didn't like. Uh, Ninja Gaiden. Which (laughs) one? The old one or the The new one? The original. It's the only one I've ever played. Um. It's like, like that. All the time. (laughs) I think what you were hearing was the sound effects, yeah, probably. which uh, would overplay over the song, I remember. What about Super Metroid? I've only played four oh, video games in my so entire So good! Life, so, so I'm going to say no to this one. Me and Saskia would take turns bringing in mm-hmm. scores that are A, good, B, Hannah would like, without having played the game. Okay, can we bring in, like, can we play samples of yes. songs, of our Absolute favorite fruit, songs? Absolutely. So you're going to teach me the thing I wanted to learn about in the subject I have no interest in, instead of doing it my way. Yes. <laughs> Chrono, Chrono Trigger, also fantastic. Chrono Trigger is really good. Mine. Oh, yes. No. Um, I'm in. I'm you're voting, voting for, for mine? It. Okay. Now, let's see. 
This is a nightmare. We have yeah. one vote for Hannah, one vote for mine, but I do think that I really should be giving Saskia her due on this one. She put a lot of effort into her pitch. She worked real hard on it. And even though I can't remember specifically what it was, what it I am going to vote for it because I don't it, tell them. I got the passion right, and because it's something about. I might change my vote to yours too because I do remember what it was. Uh, it's too late. You've already voted, so we have one vote <laughs> for mine, yours, one vote for Hannah's, and one vote for Saskia's idea. Unfortunately, we are tied yet again. Thanks for listening to Podcast versus Podcast. Um, come back on Monday when. I don't think Hannah and Saskia will be here. I think we, one week of them is enough, but I'll figure something out. Maybe Joe or someone. Uh, uh, hey, and if you uh, if you miss Hannah and Saskia, you want more Hannah and Saskia, why don't you listen to TV Donuts? TV Donut Or Clash of the Teen Drama Titans. Clash of the Teen Drama Titans. Either one of those. If you subscribe to the TV Donuts on iTunes, you're, You'll getting, get both. you're getting Clash of the Teen Drama Titans. Yeah. Bonus. And that's Maybe. for free. Both of them are for free. Yeah. So you would not believe how much Eric and Saskia love teen dramas. It's pretty great. Yeah, we love it is, them. You know what? I lately we're getting into some ones that I like a lot. Yeah, quite a bit. Even some gifts sometimes. Thanks for listening. Bye.